You are getting 100% Jody on Women Taking the Lead. I wanted to share with you today some of the books that have changed my life for the better. There are some books that went right to my core and transformed what I believed about myself, other people, and the world, and what was possible for me and my life. Hello, my name is Jody Flynn, and welcome to Women Taking the Lead, where we are all about creating blasts of inspiration to help you overcome self-doubt so you can lead with confidence, integrity, and a sense of humor. Have you grabbed your copy of my best-selling book, Accomplished, How to Go from Dreaming to Doing? Head over to womentakingthelead.com forward slash accomplished to access the secrets to achievement and success. Now, your future awaits, so let's get started. Hey everyone, and welcome. I hope you are having a great week. As I'm recording this, the sun is out, there is a breeze, and I can hear birdsong. Spring has come to Maine. (laughs) I'll be heading outside as soon as I can to get in a jog and do some burpees because that Spartan race is not going to run itself. (laughs) I wanted to share with you today some of the books that have changed my life for the better. I've read a lot of books that have had an impact on my process and thus influence positive changes I've made. Over time, I'd like to share with you all the books that I found helpful to me in the hopes that they will be helpful to you as well. But there are some books that went right to my core and transformed what I believed about myself, other people, and the world, and what was possible for me and my life. Each of these books helped to lighten my load and see things in such a new way that I found myself experiencing less stress and more joy. I'm listing them in the order in which they came into my life and not in the order of overall impact in my life. Each book was the most impactful book while I was reading it because it was exactly what I needed at that time. You have to follow your own instincts to take you to the resource that will best serve you where you are right now. So here are the books that gave me what I didn't realize I needed at the time. Don't Sweat the Small Stuff and It's All Small Stuff by Richard Carlson. This was probably the first personal development book I was introduced to. It was published in my senior year in high school, and I'm pretty sure I read it that year or my freshman year in college. Although I gave this book away many, many years ago, because I don't believe in holding on to books, I believe they're meant to be gifted away. You know, we we pay it forward. I remember seeing the wisdom and not getting so worked up over little things. This book, in a wise and gentle way, challenged common health beliefs and ideas about the shoulds in our life. And I also think this is a great book, especially for us type A women, because we do tend to get high, strong and tense, you know, or intense (laughs) over things that other people consider not a big deal. So it also, you know, gives you some insight into, you know, how maybe some other people are seeing things. Um, But that book I read so long ago, um, I couldn't even tell you like all the little things that I got from it. I just remember my mind being blown after having read it. Then there was The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. And of course, I remember this book a lot more because I've read it several times since 
my first reading. And if you've been listening to my podcast for any length of time, you've heard this book mentioned time and time again. Many of my guests have also shared that this is the book that they would recommend to other women. This book was a game changer in my life. It was published almost two years after Don't Sweat the Small Stuff. And for me, this book was a deep dive into exactly what was at the root of my stress. Each of the four agreements, if you understand them correctly and live by them, will transform how you relate to the world around you. And the four agreements are be impeccable with your word, don't take anything personally, don't make assumptions, and always do your best. And I recommend that you read this book to really go into what the author means by each of those statements or agreements, because it, it again, was mind-blowing. And I think if you have not read it, it will be mind-blowing for you as well. And I read this book right at the end of my college years. And The experience I had reading it was like a weight had been lifted off my shoulders. I felt more free, more confident, and joyful. And it was a blessing that I didn't see coming. I I can't even imagine what my life would be like today had I not read that book. Then there's A New Earth by Eckhart Tolle. This book builds upon Eckhart's other book, The Power of Now, but I was introduced to A New Earth first. A new earth is about a shift in consciousness that is currently occurring uh, among humanity. This shift is from that of the ego mind to a consciousness that is at the core of who we truly are. If you've heard Wayne Dyer's quote, you are not a human being having a spiritual experience, you are a spiritual being having a human experience, this is exactly what Eckhart is getting at. And reading this book, it ignited in me my clear understanding that I was called to be a coach. So for me, this book got right to the core of my mission and my life purpose and set me on my path. And I have had some of the most amazing experiences in my life because this book put me on that path and I was open to trying new things and being uncomfortable and looking foolish, um, all of that good stuff. But having read that book, it made it all worth it to do those things. Doing those things was not a big deal because ultimately I, I had a mission. I had a purpose. And like I've said before, when you are mission driven, you don't need confidence because confidence isn't a requirement for you to live out your mission. In fact, it, it becomes negligible. So a new earth by Eckhart Tolle. Then there was The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle and The Untethered Soul by Michael A. Singer. I put these two books together because even though they each separately have value, for me, they delivered and then reinforced a similar message. Reading The Power of Now introduced me to the concept of the observer behind the thoughts we have. It helped to anchor for me the spiritual being having a human experience. We are not our thoughts or our emotions, nor are we the doer of deeds. We are actually the observer behind these things. And the untethered soul took this concept a step further for me. And I have more regularly had experiences of utter peace and joy when I've been able to separate myself from my thoughts, especially the inner critic, to really 
I mean, I knew this conceptually, but really, I think this put at the core that my inner critic is a mechanism of my brain and not really who I am. Um, I'm still in the practice of this, but it's all part of the journey. And I will say Eckhart Tolle tends to be a little more dry and esoteric, you know, so if you want, even you can start with the untethered soul because my Michael Singer, I think he, he uses more common language, um, for everyone, but you know, Eckhart Tolle's book is powerful. So don't skip over it. If, if this is something that you're looking to dive into more and then loving what is by Byron Katie. Although I was introduced to Byron Katie's website years and years ago because someone referenced that we had similar philosophies, I did not immediately resonate with her. Well, have you ever heard the expression, when the student is ready, the teacher will appear? Sometimes the teacher is right in front of our face, but we don't see that until we're ready. And right before the new year, I was ready to hear what she had to say. I heard an interview with Byron Katie on another podcast, and it wasn't so much what she was saying, though I listened to the episode twice. It was who she was being during that episode that really caught my attention. She was so peaceful and loving and accepting, and I wanted to listen to her talk for hours. And so I did. I downloaded the audio version of her book and listened to the entire book in two days. I got so excited by what I was learning. I downloaded her worksheets and took myself through the questions that she puts forth in the book. And there are, there are four questions with maybe a couple of follow-up questions. So it's not like tons and tons of questions you answer through the book. It's a simple system that you can take yourself through with whatever you're facing. It's it's crazy how simple it is, you know, but our minds can make it complicated. So over the next week after after having listened to her book, several clients said things to me that made me think of loving what is. And so I recommended that they read or listen to the book as well. They all had transformational experiences. They all reached back out to me to say, like, holy smokes, like what an impact the book was having, you know, and that really made it all hit home how powerful this book is. And if you've ever found yourself resisting the reality of a situation, if you say the word should at all, you will get tremendous value out of this book. Soon after, I was introduced to The Universe Has Your Back by Gabrielle Bernstein. Again, I heard of Gabrielle Bernstein years ago, but I did not resonate with her at the time. I loved her message, but I was in a place then when I wasn't venturing out into unknown territory as much as I am now. I was in a safer place and so did not find myself yearning for a safety net. It has been common in my business that there is a new client lull that starts a couple of weeks before Christmas and will typically last two to three weeks into January. This year looked different. Although I could speculate on the reasons why this year was different, the facts were I was not getting new clients well into February. The facts were I was not getting new clients well into February. I was meditating and practicing gratitude, refocusing my thoughts, and took actions to change the situation. However, weeks went by and the situation did not appear to be changing. 
I found anxiety starting to creep in and I didn't like waking up and instantly feeling overwhelmed, burdened, disappointment. Yuck. Like who wants to wake up that way? I am not committed to living that way. And so I knew I needed something different. My go-to strategies were not having the impact that they usually do. I had also heard a recent podcast interview with Gabby, and I believe something came up in my newsfeed as well. So I just, you know, when you see something over and over again or hear a name, and that was the experience I was having with Gabrielle Bernstein and her book, Loving What Is. So I grabbed the book the third week of February, and it was a nice compliment to Loving What Is, which I had read right at the new year. However, instead of binge listening, I listened to a chapter each morning and took time to do the homework assignments and journal. I think I went through the book three times because I kept getting something new with each listen. If you feel like you could use some extra support or you notice yourself working harder and trying to control the outcome, this is a great book for you. Next up is The Law of Attraction, The Basics of the Teachings of Abraham by Esther Hicks and Jerry Hicks. This book was recommended by another podcaster who was familiar with the concept of the law of attraction and was venturing into the area of quantum mechanics. She recommended reading this book to get the background of what she was exploring with quantum mechanics. I was intrigued, so I downloaded the audio version of this book at the end of March. And if you've read the book or watched the movie The Secret, this apparently was kind of the work that was the instigator to all of that. And though I know a lot of people have expressed that they weren't that enamored with the secret, and you know, I, I can't say I was either. There was something very intriguing in, in the movie, in the book. Um, something that, that smacked of truth, but the way it was presented, I think for a lot of people just didn't resonate. So the law of attraction covers four concepts. The law, the law of attraction, the science of deliberate creation, the art of allowing, and the practice of segment intending. A little background on me. The coaching process I am trained in and use with my clients is called core energy coaching. It is rooted in the understanding that we are made of energy and our thoughts, emotions, and actions have a vibration. It's not so much what we say, feel, and do that creates an experience for ourselves and others. It is who we are being when we say, feel, and do things that creates the experience. In fact, who we are being influences the how and the what that we generate. So from this perspective, tactics and strategy are helpful, but not as impactful as your level of consciousness, your clear perception, your level of self-awareness and awareness and attitude toward the people around you and the environment you are in. Put simply, Oftentimes, we don't see things for what they are because we've attached so much story to what we are seeing. Our perception is then a misperception, and we are making choices based on incorrect information. However, by clearing away the story, we raise our level of consciousness, see things more clearly, and can act accordingly, gaining better results for our effort. Now, coming back to the law of attraction... I could absolutely get how the vibration we put out could attract back experiences of a similar vibration, much like a magnet. 
What the law of attraction dives into is how to get clear on what you want and how to align your vibration so that you are attracting more of what you want and repelling the things and experiences that you don't want. I think the universe has your back and the law of being has helped to remind me of how powerful I am and has also given me a new appreciation and facility with the concept of co-creation. Yes, this does require some faith and that can be uncomfortable for you. However, there is no risk in listening, doing the work, and being open to what comes. Three weeks after buying The Universe Has Your Back, I unexpectedly got a new client and six people have hired me since then. That's seven new clients in two months after three months of no new clients. I'll take those results. And lastly, I wanted to talk about You Are a Badass at Making Money by Jen Sincero. This was the book I wanted to buy in mid-February, but it was not released until April 18th, and I believe this was how it was meant to be. I was in a much better place to hear what Jen had to say, and she got me in the introduction. I heard this gem 14 and a half minutes into the introduction to the book. You have everything you need right now to start turning your financial reality into something that doesn't make you wake up screaming in the middle of the night. You just have to be willing to do what it takes. And here is what it takes. Agreeing to get really, 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 really uncomfortable over and over again. We've been raised to believe that you have to work hard to make money, and certainly there are times when this is true, but the real secret is you have to take huge, uncomfy risks. You have to do stuff you've never done before to make yourself visible, to acknowledge your own awesomeness, and to risk looking stupid. You must not only admit to desiring and committing to creating wealth, but most important, you must allow yourself to do so. Holy mother of God, is that not the truth? That got me and I was like, I'm in. I knew I needed to read this book. It's exactly where I am right now for me in my life. Now, I started the first couple of chapters reading like I did, The Universe Has Your Back, focusing on one chapter a day. And after chapter three, however, I had two, two and a half hour road trips in a weekend and I binge listened the rest of the book. I did not feel like that was the right experience for this book, but I couldn't stop listening either. So right now I'm going back to chapter four and I'm going to do one chapter per day again. Have you read any of these books? If you have, or even if you haven't, share your thoughts, leave a comment on the post that accompanies this episode, which is womentakingthelead.com forward slash transformation, or leave your comment on wherever you found this post, because I'm out on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Google+, YouTube, wherever you found this post, leave a comment. Let me know what you think of these books and if you've read them, like what you got out of the books. And lastly, if you feel like you've been struggling or plateaued in your business or in your life in general, I'm going to recommend you take the assessment tool I use in my business to help my clients uncover exactly what keeps them facing the same challenges over and over again, or not making progress on a goal that they've had for some time. And you can find more information on that assessment tool at womentakingthelead.com forward slash assessment. Thank you so much for joining me, and here's to your success. 
Thank you all for joining me on Women Taking the Lead. And to strengthen you on your own leadership journey, I'd like to send you off with a quote from Marianne Williamson, so here goes. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine as children do. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. Again, thank you for joining me, and here's to your success.